Well, guys, it is a special episode today. We have a guest, my mom, Lisa. <laughs> and, uh, Mom, we like to start off with a joke. So, what's the hardest part about eating a vegetable? Oh, Jesus. Not eating the seeds? I have no idea. The wheelchair. Oh, God, that's bad. <laughs> that's bad. <laughs> Welcome back, guys, to episode 32 of After the Vows. I'm Cody. As soon as he said that. I'm Emily. <laughs> as soon as he started off with that joke. I said that I one. knew that was what that... Mm. It, was a, it was a great... I felt like it was a great joke to start with mom. Yeah, super awesome. Okay, so... And you're going to hear some background noise. That is our kid who is still not sleeping. Wide awake. Cal, no more. Okay, so uh, like we said, mom, introduce yourself, please. I'm mom, Cody's mom. <laughs> or Lisa, that works too. Um, she is my mom. She had four kids under the age of four. Four kids in four years. Which is crazy, because I have one and two, and it's horrible. Um, okay. Round three. Round three. Okay, so you questionnaire. Before. Here we go. No kidding, right? first guest and we have so much technical difficulty problems and we have a kid who won't sleep okay so you had four kids yes um how was the raising four under four just general four under four it really wasn't that bad because honestly they were good kids but there were times when it was like everybody wanted my attention at one time yeah i believe that so how, how did you how did you keep it separate compared to like so the oldest or the youngest didn't feel left out while you were hanging out with one of the other two. Caldwell. You mean you don't remember? No. no. <laughs> so we tried to balance it out. Like when the twins were littler and they'd be crying and screaming, we didn't want to just jump and give them all of our attention and make the two older ones feel like, oh, they get all the attention. So we're like, okay, we're going to let them cry for a little bit and show you guys attention. And they say, okay, hey, come with us, help us with the twins now. And that made, way it made you guys feel involved without being let out, left, you know, out. Then also we had a really good babysitter, Christina and her friend Sabrina. Um, and they would come over and watch two while we did something with the other two and then switch it up. Oh. So, yeah. Mom, oh, I don't remember that at all. Let me ask you. No, you don't remember Christina? I do remember Sabrina? the babysitter. Yeah, no, yeah. I do. I do remember the babysitter. Um, okay. <laughs> Cal is currently trying to sleep on a chair with oh. arms. It's, oh my gosh. That's our son for you. So, so people who don't know, four kids, the last two were twins. Correct. How did you guys respond when you, I mean, were you, did you want four kids? Did you just want to stop at two? Was the last two a mistake? All of the kids were a big surprise. We didn't plan any of our kids because my thought was if you plan it, it's not going to happen. So we didn't plan the kids. So after two, we were going to stop. That was it. And I was supposed to go get my tubes tied in like in, I don't know, September or something. And a couple months before that, I found out I was pregnant and then I was having problems and so they went in to do an ultrasound and I'm looking and I'm like 
oh my gosh, and I go to the tech, I said, is there <coughs> more, are there, are there more than two kids? And she's like, you can tell, and I'm like, it's obvious. And she goes, I'm looking. And then she goes, I'm not allowed to say anything. She goes, but there, I will say there are only two. And I'm like, oh, thank God. So I took the ultrasound picture home to your dad, and I said, look at this. And he's like, what does this mean, baby A and baby B? And I'm like, just looking at him, and he goes, does that mean there's two? And I'm like, yeah. And we started <laughs> laughing, and we didn't stop laughing for years. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, I would have had a heart attack. You you heard how I responded to Cal, right? I don't know if I remember. <laughs> Do you, would you like to tell her? It's your favorite story. So, I we were on our honeymoon, and um, pretty much the entire time, I was going to the bathroom every thirty minutes. Yep. And <laughs> we were on the cruise, and Cody kept saying, "Like you're pregnant, you've got to be pregnant." Like, you don't go to the bathroom this often, blah, blah, blah. So as soon as we got off the boat, we were in the rental car, um, and he just pulled into a Walgreens. He's like, we're going to get some pregnancy tests. Like, we're, we're just going to do it. So we get to the hotel later that night. Um, I took a pregnancy test, one, and at first it was negative. And so I was like, see, babe? totally fine and I put it on the counter and I went to the bathroom I took a shower or something yeah. and um, I guess while I was in the bathroom Cody walked by it and noticed a very faint <laughs> line and my husband being the amazing person that he is he goes oh <laughs> 423 yeah, I <laughs> so um, that was his reaction to Caldwell it was great. And I told him when we were trying for this one, like, please react better. And he did. He did. I appreciate yeah. that. I waited she got out of hearing aid before I said it again. <laughs> At least it wasn't around me. That was like the first, the first words out of his mouth were, congratulations, baby. And he said, very calm. I knew he, he was really struggling. And she struggling. walked away and I went, beep, 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 beep. I was out in the shop. So. With Cal. Yeah, you're outside with Cal. Yep. He was riding around on his quad. Well, I think we laughed because, one, we were shocked that we were pregnant, and two, twins, and what else are you going to do except for laugh because you know the next several years is going to be oh, chaos. Yeah. But nobody nobody told us congratulations for the longest time. I, I think because we called, we called your... Um, grandfather your dad's dad and right away they're just like oh you know like oh you know kind of like freaking out not saying thank you not saying congratulations and and um we called somebody else and they didn't say they're like oh my gosh what are you guys gonna do what are you gonna do and stuff and it's like what is anybody gonna say congratulations <laughs> so um the lady from the doctor's office called and to give us the full report and stuff. And she was so congratulations. I'm like, you're the first person to say congratulations. Nobody said congratulations. She's like, it's my job. Everybody's like, oh my God, twins, you know, what's it, yeah. So, but it, it really, looking at it now, it wasn't that bad. I'm sure in the moment, things were a lot more stressful than what I remember, but your dad would get up to do the two o'clock feedings before he went into work and then you know, I did everything from there until he got home. So 
he was very good at, at helping out and helping with the feedings before he went to work. Why are you looking at me like that? So. I was very good at that. Oh, I stopped. We st I stopped feeding at after two o'clock in the morning. That was the rule because I had to sleep for at least two hours before I had to go to work. Oh, he was working two jobs, so I think he had to be at his job like at three thirty or something before he went to his machining job. So he did that, and then he went there. So that is the one thing that blows my mind. Like even her parents, my parents did that. Both had two jobs and, and, and found a way to do it, but like. Your, your kids and even like this generation I don't know people working two jobs just to try to make ends meet yeah I did with a kid I did well, you did because you wanted to work at the gym no because I wanted to contribute I'm saying like like a day shift night shift all week oh, okay. you know what I'm saying yeah yeah it's crazy anyway how were the pregnancies different from the three four three pregnancy four kids I don't think that they were. Seth's was very easy, and I craved nothing but fish and apples with him. And um, with you, it was Mexican food, um, and you just laid. Seth was like all over the place. You just kind of laid low and kind of just hung out there. And then Taylor and Casey, Casey never moved. I mean, she would move, but Taylor. She would always like jump, but Taylor never moved. And on the ultrasound, what they saw was that he was taking his foot and he was kicking her. So that's why she kept jumping and he just lay there and kept kicking her. So, um, sounds like Taylor. With them, I think I craved everything. But the one thing that the pregnancy had in common was when I'd start to get morning sickness and it become overwhelming, all of a sudden I would sneeze three times and just like that, the morning sickness went away with all three pregnancies. I know it's weird, I, but... I, I wish that was the case. <laughs> I had to carry a bucket in the car. <laughs> so, having four kids, what yeah. was the hardest, what was the easiest part? Would you say, like... So, we're going to we're gonna have two, obviously, and having one what? Yeah. is hard. <laughs> I could not imagine four under four, well, let alone two two-year-olds at the same time. Well, I did say that Seth was the easiest pregnancy, but he wasn't the easiest baby. So having the the baby that had colic first, I think, prepared us I for the other that. ones. Because yeah. he would cry. He would, yeah, he would start getting all agitated and around 5 o'clock in the evening and would just start amping up as the night went on. And then he would cry until, like, I don't know, 1 or 2 in the morning, just nonstop crying. And then every other hour until probably 5 or 6, then he was... He would sleep and he would be absolutely wonderful, but as it got closer to 5 p.m., you could just see him. So having a colicky baby first prepares you for anything. Including twins? I think so, yeah, because the twins are easier than having a colicky baby. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Best part about having four kids? Having four kids. Knowing that that you, is such a BS. No, answer. seriously, knowing <laughs> that you have four kids that are all so different, and you, honestly, you guys, again, I, thinking now, when in the moment, I'm sure I was like pulling my hair out, but now thinking back, it wasn't that bad. But having four kids and knowing that you're always going to have four kids around you, best feeling ever. Okay, worst part then. Worst part, probably not getting sleep. I thought for sure she would say having four kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been good. No, the sleep thing. 
Not sleeping? Not sleeping. Oh. So when, but when you're young, it's easy. I could not do it now. Gotcha. Now, you said they're all different. How is that How is that a thing? Like, obviously, we were all raised the same way. Well, each of you are individuals, and your DNA or genetics, whatever it is, it makes you guys who you are. And I've, I don't think I've ever seen a family that um, has had kids that, you know, that are the same. They're all, they're all different. I know, but what, how, does it, how does that work? I have no idea. Because you, would you say that out of the four kids, every kid is somewhat like you or dad in a certain way? Or You're very driven, which I think your dad um, is a driven person. Um, Seth is more like me. Okay. He's, doesn't he, like change. Doesn't. He doesn't like change. <laughs> he likes things in order, you know. Um, I think Taylor and Casey are a combination of okay. both of us. Yeah. But you're probably more like your dad because you're gung-ho. If you could have multiple businesses of your own, you would do it. He was the same way. I'm over that. But, way over that, by yeah. the way. But you did it. I did. I'm way over you it. You had like three business go- businesses going on at one time. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I'm over it. Way, <laughs> way over it. Uh, what was it? Who was easier? Bo- the boys or the girl? Boys. Why is that? Because girls you're always worrying about. And boys... Is it the penis effect? <laughs> I, don't, I knew that was I don't know what that means. So, <laughs> so when you have a boy, you only have to worry about one penis. His penis. When you have a girl, you have to worry about every penis. Oh, good God, Cody. No, I never thought of that. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe later, but no, I, that, that didn't... I guess you just worry because um, I think girls get taken advantage of. Girls... They're more susceptible. Um, yeah, they wear their fillings on their, what, what do you call it? Where's sleeves. Sleeves, wear your fillings on the sleeves. As your boys are rough and tumble, and if they get into an argument with their friends, it's going to be over in 30 seconds, and they're back to being friends. As we're girls, you know, they can hold on to things longer. Oh, okay. So. Um, oh, good, oh, good. Ah, learning, I touched it. Emily's learning how to use a phone. She usually writes all her stuff on paper. <laughs> I do. This is why I don't usually do that. Uh, where are we? Sorry, I had a good question. Oh, so we talked about how your three pregnancies were different. Mm-hmm. How were the deliveries different? Um, or the same? With Seth, when the contract, when my water broke, and everybody says, oh, you have eight hours at least till after your water breaks, you know. So I'm at work, and I'm like, okay, well, I need to get this done and this done, because, you know, have to get everything done. And, um... So I was probably there at work an hour or two after the water broke, and then I start feeling some pains and drive home. And at that time, we were living around, I think, 36th Street in Shea, and we had to come all the way over to Thunderbird. And, um, yeah, and when (laughs) the contraction started, we're getting ready to leave to go to the hospital. Your dad had just gotten off of working an extra-long shift, and Seth was lucky he was not born on the toilet because... The contractions to me felt like I had to go to the bathroom. Okay. And so finally got in the car and I'm in the back seat on all fours because the contractions are lasting a minute and they're like a minute apart. I have like five seconds in between. I mean, it's bad. We get to the hospital. They're like, this is your first. Relax. I'm like, can I use the bathroom? Um, so again, Seth could have been born on the, on the toilet. Um, so once they get me in there, they're like, oh my God, he's coming. We can give you some Demerol, but we have to do it now. And I'm like, 
yeah, give it to me, give it to me. So she gives it to me and she goes, are you filling it? And I was filling it and I said, no. So she gave me a little bit more. <laughs> so the time it came to push, I put my feet on the doctor's shoulders and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too tired. I'm too out of it to push. And he's, and he's like, push or we're going to do the forceps. So with Seth, I was kind of like super relaxed. It was a piece of cake. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> <right> up. <laughs> yeah. Um, with Cody, um, I started, it was about, I think he ended up being five weeks premature. I started hemorrhaging, go there. Um, they're concerned about placenta previa. So there was no time to get me in there. Um, I have to deliver and push him out quick, push him out, everybody yells, stop, he's really knotted up and stuff. So once they got that taken care of, then Cody's, um, one of his lungs collapsed and he wasn't breathing right, so right away they took him um, to the nursery or wherever, you know, do. to take care of yeah. him and stuff. And then everything in my body started shutting down, my blood pressure dropped real low, everything I was going fading in and out and mm -hmm. stuff um, and then with the twins um, so Cody was a pain in the ass from the beginning is what we're yes okay. yes that was the easiest. his was his was not pregnancy easiest baby very yeah he yeah, was he couldn't breathe yeah yeah <laughs> yeah he was the easiest because he couldn't breathe and um, but um, then with the twins there's um, the doctor wanted me to get an epidural. I said no, and they said, well, one's breach, so we really need you to do this if we can't get her turned, so I signed the papers. But by the time the anesthesiologist came in, it was too late, and they said, it's too late to do an epidural, we have to deliver. So Taylor came out fine, then they had to do um, what they call, I think, a version, yeah. where they turn, oh. and then they hold her and wait you know, break her water and wait for her to come out and stuff. And she was a lot smaller than Taylor, but she came out posing with her, you know, arm behind her head. So, but I had absolutely no Demerol or anything oh, with them. Um, but it really wasn't that bad. Labor and delivery for me, thank God, is easy. Because if you add all my kids up, their labor and delivery time all together, I am probably at four hours for all of them. Jesus! I mean, maybe five at the most. Very, We're very at 24 quick. With We're the at first 24 one. with one. And I'm very blessed in that I don't have, because when it starts, it's bam. Wow. Well, my mom was similar because she was at a aerobics class in downtown Phoenix. Her water broke during her pregnancy, stork aerobics or whatever they called it. And then she took the bus. Back up to Mountain View and 47th Avenue, where we used to live. And then my dad drove her back down to St. Joe's. And by then... After was, she took a shower and she wanted to walk, she and he's like... Walk around the block. He's driving with her, and she's like, no, don't drive. And he's like, so he parked the car, walked like five houses, run back, and drive it a little further. And he's like, get in the car, we're going. Get get in the car, we are going. Like he was, so she's walking, and he's following her in the car, yeah. ready to take her to the hospital. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm blessed with quick pregnancies, thank God. So, what was the easiest age, as all these, all your kids were growing right up? now? <laughs> oh, you mean when you guys were younger? Like when we're living with you, yeah. <laughs> um. Oh boy. Like, was there an age that was like, because all of us are roughly two years apart? Was it like eight, six, four, or was it like when, when I was six, or when Seth was six, it was great. When I was six, it was great. When the twins were six, it was great. 
I think, I, oh boy, the easiest would probably be between when the twins were probably, it's probably four, six, and eight, and then up. And the worst is under four? Probably so. <laughs> Just because you want to try to give each kid their time, or at least these two and these two their time, because you don't want them to feel like, why are you giving them more time and stuff? And you're cooking, you're cleaning, you're bathing your kids, you're doing laundry, you're trying to play with them and stuff. And Don't yeah. give me that look. <laughs> yeah. I've been a cooking and cleaning, well, okay, not so much cooking, but cleaning machine. <laughs> <laughs> um, four kids and make any mistakes, do you feel that? Oh, tons of mistakes. <laughs> tons and tons and tons of mistakes. I mean, that's how you learn in can, life. Is can you name one that, like, sticks with you and it, and it, and it still to this day kind of eats at you? Oh, gosh. Um, I wished I would have, at times, not been so OCD about the housework and stuff. Oh, and sat down and spent more time with you guys. Really? So not I was getting them really, toothbrush and really hoping you weren't going to say that. Yeah, I know, but as a grandparent, you get to do that. You don't have to worry about the cleaning and cooking and all that. You get to just spend time with them, and I wished I would have done that. Yeah, you were uh, I, super, super anal about your clean. clean. Can't leave the house till Friday. I, I, I think I'm going to stick with that one. Can't go out to like friend's house on a Friday until the, until the room's cleaned. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to take the white glove into the room and check the top okay, of things. I never did the white You were so full of it. You are 100%. No I think you imagined No, it might not things. have been a white glove, but it was her finger. And she'd be like, dusty. Like, none, you 100% did. But, but here's the thing. If you let the dust and stuff you accumulate, and you don't really thoroughly clean your house at least once a week, you're going to get behind. So when the kids are old enough to clean and sort I clothes. Agree. I'm agreeing with you, by the yeah. way. I think it's a, I think it was a great idea. I'm just not going to pull the white glove out. I walk in like, you didn't dust your thing and probably walk out. But uh, <laughs> Well, and so now that we're kind of like getting ready to potty train this monster, <laughs> um you have a very special potty training story, which I think is genius. And I'm probably going to steal here pretty soon in like a couple of months. I'm not for sure what it is, but... Cody's oh, with potty Cody's. training story. Well, I think I learned with Seth, just wait till... Because we tried and tried. And we just, just wait till he was three and bam, potty trained. Same with Taylor. Bam, you know, potty trained. Um, Cody... With Cody, we tried earlier, you know, with all of them we tried early, and Cody kept saying, when I flee, I pee and poop on the potty. And so we thought, okay, when he's three. And then one morning I woke up, I think it was in September, and I'm like, he has no idea when his birthday is. We're just going to say he's three today so that he's potty trained, because Cody, you can always count on his word. So the next morning... We're like, happy birthday, it's your birthday, go pick out, go to Toys R Us, pick out a toy, you know, all of this. And he's like, I flee? I flee? We're like, yeah. And he's like, <gasps> and then you can just see the air go out of his face. And he goes, oh, I pee and poop into potty. And he walked into the bathroom, took off a diaper, put on a pair of um, Seth's underwear, <laughs> and he was trained, bam, just like I'm that. I'm telling you, it's genius. By the way, my birthday's in December. And she did not celebrate it when December came around. Well, no, because you already got don't it. know when your birthday <laughs> was, so we already celebrated. So, any tricks 
Besides then, waiting till three? Um, no, because we try, like with Seth, we tried M&M's, you know. When Seth was being potty trained, it was when um, country music first started having um, country music videos on TV. And so um, it's kind of funny. He loved Clint Black. So if he knew there was going to be a Clint Black video, go pee so you can watch Clint Black. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> yes. And so that's how he was kind of trained. But um, yeah, and, and some kids, you you can train them, but you're really training yourself to remind them to, to go put them down, to go put them down. And again, it just seemed like three, bam, you were trained night and day, no accidents whatsoever, none. Wow. Oh, we need to cross our fingers, babe. Difference with boys and girls? Like with the boys, did you guys ever walk us outside and just say pee in the yard? No. Oh, see, I thought about doing no. that. See, what? I yeah, I could see your dad doing that. Yeah. But no, I'm sure you guys did, but no, uh-uh. So is there any difference, potty training boy or girls? Well, Casey wanted to be potty trained. So we have a so friend who's the opposite. Like two, she does not want to be potty trained. Uh, and she's I, over three now, right? Yeah. Yeah. She's does not. Four. Oh, well, Casey wanted to, I think, because she's a very independent person when she turned two, um, dressing herself and everything. But she, at two, started to try to train herself. And it's probably about two and a half when she was totally trained. But um, her thing was is that she'd go around the table because you all had your cups with whatever drink was in it, juice or whatever, and she would go and drink everybody's drink. Oh, so she <laughs> And then not it. make it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, she trained herself. Wow. Every kid's different. Some want to be trained and some you just need to give that extra time. Well, he says he wants to go on the potty, and you put him on I the think, potty, and you I just think kind it's of more say, of a game. Yeah, he's just like, yeah, I'm on the potty too, like, like, and that's pretty much it. It's only when you go potty. Yeah. Yeah, but I would still let him do it because. Yeah. We do. Well, we put him on the like the big toilet, and it freaks him out. <laughs> oh no! Oh, all no, done. No, no, all done. All done. All done. All like, <laughs> done. Like, he feels like he's gonna fall in or something. So we have like a small potty, and every time we go to that specific bathroom with a small potty, he sits on the potty while we're on the potty, and then when I flush. He flushes his fake little potty because it makes a sound with Aww. the flush. And we wash our hands. And we asked him, did you go potty? He goes, yeah. I'm like, you liar. Mm-hmm. We're just lying. I don't even take off his diaper anymore when oh, I go even... potty. Because <laughs> it happens every single time I use the bathroom. Literally and you know how many times I use the bathroom in a day? Uh, fair enough. Fair like enough. every hour. Yeah. Some kids are easy to train and some just take a little bit longer to do. So, yeah. So having four kids, did you have to sacrifice any of your dreams? Because you had four kids, or you decided to have kids at an early age? I don't even remember my dreams anymore, Cody. It's been so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, that answers that question. Yes, that's like, yes. And you just kind of forget about it. You just kind of forget about it. If you had any dreams, you just kind of forget about it. Yeah, I... I yeah, no, don't remember any dreams. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm happy with my life, so apparently my my dreams all came true, right? That's That's fair. <laughs> So, you have any like best moments while having four kids? Like something that sticks with sticks with you? Funny moments, of course, was the whole Santa Claus thing with you, where we it was a year where the twins, I think, were so they were one, you were three. Seth so was five. Seth was five, and money was super tight, and our friends 
the Botts family gave us recycled, gave us toys that their boys no longer played with, but they were like in mint condition. So we're like, okay, Seth and Cody's going to get that, and Taylor and Casey, they're Come one. On. So here, you know, something to unwrap, you know, whatever. But we had our friend Roger want it to be Santa Claus because he got the outfit and everything. He comes over in this 19, looks like 50s, felt Santa Claus outfit that was just the front. So it was like elastic, you know, so just the front was Santa. The back was open. <laughs> the beard was all matted and yellowed. And it's like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. And Seth kept going, you're Roger. I know you're Roger. And so we had just put all the the um, recycled gifts, you know, wrapped into the Santa bag. And he keeps pulling out, you know, for Taylor Casey. And it's like, Seth, Seth, Seth. But none for Cody. And, and he goes to Cody, he goes, have you been a good boy? And Cody goes, yeah, I pee and poop on the potty. It was hilarious. <laughs> so finally towards the bottom is all Cody's, but that was a funny one. Um, Seth wanted to hold Casey. She was still a baby. And I said, okay, just hold her then while I go to the bathroom. Just hold her, don't move, don't do anything. Cause you just get, but I can do it, I can do it. I no longer get around to the back of the couch and I hear, wham, she's on the floor. And I'm like, what happened? And Seth goes, she moved. So he just dropped her. <laughs> <laughs> and I think with Taylor is when Taylor was able to, um, probably like around age one and a half to two, every morning he would come in early in the morning like five and just oh. tap me and go ma ma i hungry i hungry i'm like taylor go back to bed 10 minutes later poking me in the shoulder ma ma i hungry i hungry he was always hungry how old was this he was probably one and a half or two maybe that's yeah. what's going on with him maybe just gotta feed him at night we do you see how this kid eats yes i'm well aware <laughs> There's obviously no lack of nutrition. I agree. <laughs> and I think the, the thing with Casey is very independent at age two, and she used to change her clothes probably like 18 times a day. And, and when she went to preschool, she wanted to do her own hair, so she'd have a pigtail here and a pigtail up here, and it just was all crazy, and I thought it's not worth the fight because that's what she wanted. She wanted to dress herself and do her own hair. And one day, one of the preschool assistants said, Lisa, I know you're doing the right thing by letting her pick out her clothes and style her hair, but she goes, I could not let my child leave the house looking like that. And I'm like, it's one battle I don't want to fight. Of, of all the battles, I think that's, you know, the one to kind of just yeah, let go. Yeah, it's just clothes and hair. There's some, oh yeah, my parents are the same way. There's some ridiculous um, pictures of me at church wearing a leopard print bodysuit <laughs> like wrist to ankle unitard with like a red velvet skirt over it and Barbie skates. Okay. To church. Or that same ensemble with pink cowgirl boots. And you and Cody had the same, must have had the same um, fashion <laughs> sense ah, I because. This was coming. As soon as you said it, I was like, I'm going to regret this so much. <laughs> because I'll never forget. Kim takes Cody to go buy a new pair of sandals, and he comes home with girl pink Barney sandals, and I'm like... They were Barney color pink. They weren't pink. They were Barney color. They were pink. Barney's that's, purple. That's, and they were not pink. They were pink. They were the same color as Barney. 
And I'm There's like, a photo why of would it. you let him buy girls pink Barney sandals? And he said, it's what he wanted. And I'm like, oh, my God. And Cody was so proud of them. And his favorite outfit was knee-high Mickey Mouse blue and white socks with orange shorts and a striped shirt and then his pink Barney sandals. Jeez. What's up, buddy? Sorry, guys. One second. Okay, and after that, sorry about that. Difficulties there. All right, uh, so please tell us about these pink Barney sandals. Well, she did. She finished the story. I'm glad so, you didn't have to hear about it. She so, did. did you? Did he wear them? Oh yeah, he wore them because we didn't have a lot of money, so that's what he picked. That's what he had to wear. So. Yeah, and we have pictures of this somewhere. Yes. Yeah, it's somewhere the, there's the baby a book. picture. Yeah. Oh, that's why I know they're not yes. pink. They're purple. I know they're purple. Oh, I'm gonna. Dig that bad boy out, and I will make that decision because you suck with colors. So apparently, you both had the same dress sense when you were kids. Yeah, so. we like we both like Barbie. That's why you don't let dads go shopping. <laughs> yeah, every time you go shopping, it's it's pretty bad. So your kids grow up, they start up in high school, and they start dating. What was your initial reaction to like your kids started dating and how you felt about some of some of the people they brought home? Were you ever like, God, I hope this does not go the distance? Um I'm not asking you to specify names. Please don't yeah. specify names. No no no, I won't. Yes, I think <laughs> I yes. Yes. There was there'd probably be yes. But yes to what? Yes, there was probably some where I'm like, I hope that this doesn't last long, yeah. So, like, when you're, you found out your kids started dating and, and we were bringing girlfriends and boyfriends home, I guess, how, how, how did you and Dad handle that? So, obviously, I'm going to have a daughter, and she's going to bring a boy home. And I don't want to be, like, the bad boys too thing, where it's like, I ain't, I ain't going back to jail. You know, that whole thing? <laughs> no, I don't know that whole thing. But <laughs> oh, it's a... Well, I think that... What I can remember is that we hope that we raised you guys to use common sense and stuff like that. Um, but I don't think you guys really brought anybody around until maybe you were more serious with them. Because I'm trying to think of... Because usually if you guys brought somebody home, you were, you were for me. <laughs> more serious. Well, you, were, you guys were older. <laughs> I never brought you home. We just happened to be at the same places, and it was awkward. <laughs> so I, I don't, I don't know if I just don't remember, or you always had friends at the house and stuff, but girlfriends and boyfriends, usually that was more away from the house until you guys had been dating for a while, right. and we had heard about them and stuff. But I guess I figured I trusted all of you guys enough to make good judgment calls and. Did you and trust them? And if you didn't, then it's a life lesson because we're not we're not going to helicopter because you guys have got to make you have to make mistakes. It's the only way you're going to learn. Fair enough. Uh, what? Oh, I'm just looking at something. Um. So, kind of going off of that, like with the girlfriends, um, what was your initial reaction to finding out your children were going to get married? Happy. Yeah. Happy. Happy at Seth and Liz were going to get married. Finally. Yeah, they, they should have got married a couple of years before that, I'm just saying. No, they got married when it was the right time for them. They already had two kids. Yeah. So what? That, doesn't, that, doesn't, that doesn't matter. 
um, and happy that you guys got married. Yeah, and ha very happy that Taylor got married too, even though you know you didn't know about it. I didn't know about it right away, but my gut told me, and so I called Taylor and I'm like, Taylor, did you get married? No, 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 no. I'm like, yeah, well, you know, my gut tell no, 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 no. Uh, yeah, you no, 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 no. And then he hung up the phone, and I guess he turns to Jennifer and he goes, How in the heck does she know? How does she like to know? But yeah, but no, very happy that all my um, boys married wonderful women. Seriously. Thank God. <laughs> well, and yeah. those poor women have to put up with all, all of you. All uh, of the I have to put up with her. I'm a saint. <laughs> <laughs> I think she puts up with you, Cody. That's probably the chance yeah. of that. So how are their wives different from the people that they dated like in high school in their early 20s? Like, could you see like, a difference in us and, like, a difference in, like, the past girls I've dated compared to Emily and the difference the way I acted around Emily compared to everybody else? She's not going to get mad if you say, no, you definitely, like, X person so talk talks more. specifically about... <laughs> Obviously, I'm her favorite. She just said it. <laughs> um, I think with Emily, you could see it right away to me that marriage was definitely going to be there there you were more comfortable around her and with past girls it was almost like you had to prove yourself but with emily you did you didn't exactly emily, what i told her emily knew who you were and the kind of person you were and you didn't have to prove yourself she knew you for who yeah you were. and i told her a couple podcasts ago i think they came up like the difference or something like that of like why one of the questions were, how did you know that you wanted to marry Emily over everyone else? And it was that I just was completely myself. Yeah. I didn't have to prove myself. It was, take it or leave it, I don't even care, kind of thing. Yeah. And the fact that you and Lonnie instantly, well, not instantly, <laughs> but... Not but, quite instantly, but yes. Quite instantly, but when, when Lonnie figured you out, then it's like, yeah, they'll, be, they'll be married, yeah. Yeah. yeah, either that or Lonnie would be crying every night if you weren't. Oh, they would have. Now you were surprised when when you found out when I told you I was going to propose. You to me it looked like you didn't think I was ever going to get married. I no, yes and no. Because you're an asshole. But I think <laughs> I think what surprised me was how you were going to do it. Oh, okay. That surprised me because I'm like, oh no, Cody, she's not going to want it in front of you know a whole bunch of people and well, stuff. Well, did you know that's exactly what she wanted? <laughs> That surprised me. Yeah. But getting married, no. No. I probably maybe thought it would be like a year or so later, but um, how you're going to do it, that is what totally surprised me. I can see that. That surprised me. I mean, a lot of it, for a lot of, I don't know, for me, it was just like, because that's my element. Like, that's a, right. that's a, a, a stage I literally grew up on. So for me, it was just like a normal thing. But. For a lot of people, it's like, holy crap, you proposed in front of 500 plus people. I blacked out. I blacked out. It was good. It was a it was great, great, great proposal. I could see how that would be like kind of just different for a lot of people. But for all, me, it just all I remember sense. about that is like sitting there going, one, two, three, go. And I just got up and then it went, it went black and I had people yelling around me. That's pretty much all I remember. And, and the cool thing with the girls that lifted up the curtain, yeah. they were like, oh my gosh, and that such, was... Yeah. That's such a, like, perfect example of what my life is like as a dance teacher. <laughs> it's just like, like, oh, your girls are so funny. And I'm like, that's a daily 
like that that energy level is pretty consistent throughout the entire school year like they're just insane all the time oh sorry i think i'm having those sparks and hooks again it's like really hard on one side feel that feel that Oh yeah, jeez. That is, maybe that's her butt or her head. It would be it's her, her feet. feet. Her feet. Yes. Yeah, she's in my. Her she's head in is lodged in my left hip socket. Just like Cal was. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I started Ow. physical therapy and stuff to get her out. Um, so talking about babies. Now married, and you find out you're going to be a grandma for the first time. What was your reaction? Do I know how I found you? Mean from Seth and Liz? Yeah. Right? <laughs> Okay, so Taylor and I were Did you, sitting... Were you a grandma the first time some mother well, I didn't know. I didn't know <laughs> if you meant first time through you guys or, you know, with Seth. So I believe Taylor and I, yes, were sitting, getting ready to go into Sam's Club, and I get a phone call, and Seth's like, um, hey, um, do you want to meet me and Liz at Top Shelf? And I'm like, okay. And right there, I'm like, oh, God, she's pregnant. In my head, I'm saying this, and I'm like, can... Because I thought, let's see how he responds to this. I said, can Taylor come? And he's like, no, no, just you. And I and I said, okay, meet you there whatever time, you know. Hang up. And I look at Taylor, and we both go, they're pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> so I go to the top shelf. I'm sitting down. Um, I think Liz slides in first, and then Seth. And I look at them. Before anything is said, high or anything, Seth goes, Liz is pregnant. <laughs> it's like, okay. It's like, what did, <laughs> what did you think? What did you think? I mean, I was surprised, but you know, not surprised. You know, I had like an hour to prepare myself and stuff, but I I knew they'd be able to do it and stuff. I mean, she was in college and she um, had a good, a decent job, and so did Seth. Right, right, and they knew they had support of both families and stuff. So, um, you know, I I did worry how would Liz complete college and have a kid and stuff. I mean, because. Going to school and having a kid, I do not know how anybody does that. that sucks. I'm trying to figure yeah. out if she got through her master's. And she's finishing it in June now. I, I don't know how you can do that. It's it's really, it takes so much. Working a job and having kids, one thing. Going to school and having kids, no way. I think it's because like, I feel like this child sucks all of your smarts. <laughs> so I feel like it takes me that much longer to like get something on paper that sounds somewhat No, it's probably a hormonal thing to where your brain Yeah, starts. just like a foggy, hard to focus. Yeah. I can totally, yeah, I can totally relate. Yeah. Because that's, next month or two is going to be very interesting. But no, being a grandparent is the best, best thing. It's better than being a parent. Because like I said um, earlier, you realize what you should have done as a parent and so now you can thoroughly enjoy the grandkids and let's face it when you're done you can say <laughs> adios bye pass them yeah, off I wish I could do that. and then you can sit and laugh at your kids when they're like god i have one kid and he doesn't sleep and stuff and you're like oh, one kid yeah. or you know he colored on the wall oh, wow your kid colored on the wall okay it's well that's funny. yeah that was the whole thing that we were talking about just a few days ago um because you were laughing how Cal had drawn on our walls with crayon. Yeah. And you told me a story about... It's help. crayon, by the way. Crayon. She was crayon. Crayon. Crayon, crayon. crayon. Potato, potato. <laughs> crayon. Uh, crayon. Um, and you were telling me a story about how he drew on the walls. Yeah. Cody would draw on the walls, and we like... 
he'd get in trouble and he one time he said well I know what the big deal is when I have kids I'm gonna let them color all over the walls and I'm like okay I'm gonna remember this Cody and so when did. you have a kid I'm gonna tell him color all over the walls because your dad says it's okay and that's pretty much what happened I called her said Cal just drew all over the walls she goes well you know and I'm like great I have to hear this all over again for this but you know what the cleaning supplies have definitely advanced yes. since the early 90s. And they come off way easier, I'm sure. They came off super easy. It was like that, that magic sponge thing. and Yeah, 30. How, many, how old are you? 29. 29. So, you know, 25 years ago. Yeah, so, great segue. Relationship as kids and relationship now as your kids are adults. How's it different? Are What's, you happy with the relationship you have with your kids now compared to, obviously, I'm sure, fights and bruises growing up? arguments that we had stuff like that so like now we're adults obviously we have a great relationship yeah but yes arguments when you guys were kids and trying to you know get messages or points across to you because you guys knew everything <laughs> um versus now um it's it's great um i wouldn't change back then and i wouldn't change anything about now either Nice. So, I do have four good kids. I, I will say that. I am very blessed to have Who's your four favorite? good There's no favorite. Such Cody. a lie. There is. Such a lie. No I will favorites. tell you guys once the other kid comes out. Who's my favorite by the time they're three? I'll let you know. No, you're not. By the time they're three. Okay. <laughs> they're all your favorites. Right. They'll all be your favorites. All three of them that you're having. You just all don't three. know it yet. All three. That's not happening. <laughs> that is not happening. No, I feel like this little girl is going to have you wrapped around her finger. I doubt it. Alright, on to a touchy subject. You got a divorce when we were in high school. Yes. High school, right? Yeah. Yes. No, I think you were out. I think the twins were juniors, and we were divorced when they were seniors. Okay. So, how was your, like, obviously going through that without us really knowing about it for the most part, right? Yeah. In the background. How did you, you guys decide to tell us, and how was, like, I guess, how did you feel about, the, you know, having to tell us? What was your reaction to all that? Um, I think your dad told you and Seth that work, work. I'm not really for sure, Cody. I wow, honestly... I remember it completely. So dad told us at work, you told the twins, right. from what we remember. Going up to that point, how did all that, do you, how, how was all that affecting us as kids? Do you, how do you believe it affected us? What, announcing that we were getting a divorce? Yeah, while going through everything, right? So, like... You guys are getting divorced. You tell us. How do you think it affected us long term? Sense. I guess I I was hoping that because you guys were older, you would understand it and accept it. Do you believe we did? Well, Some I, of us. I, I like to think you did in my <laughs> own in my own little happy world in my head, but I'm sure that it did affect you somehow. But I don't know how. I've never asked because. I, I would think now as adults, you guys really understand. Maybe, maybe not. Hundred <laughs> percent. So, I don't remember how I had, like initially felt when I found out. Like I don't remember. I know. I, I know. I was upset. Obviously. Yeah, I know you and Seth were very upset. Yeah. Um, and Taylor. But I don't. Like looking back now, like I, I get it, right? Like it all makes sense, and there's no hard feelings anywhere. But I don't remember. It's like that. Completely honest, like that phase just like blacked out of my memory for some reason. I, I totally understand because that's kind of me. And I think 
going through that rough patch, it just kind of, you know, you just kind of block, block it, it out, out, shove it under the rug, and move on. Yeah. <laughs> That's the Catholic in you. <laughs> <laughs> Ignore it, shove it under the rug, move on. Uh, anything else about having kids and all that that you want to throw in there that we didn't bring up? Hmm. I don't know. Can you think of anything, Emily? She, she only has one kid. Um, well, this one's currently kicking my butt. The one that's in me. How you remember, like, what you go through now and how you remember when you get to my age, you forget a lot of the, the, hardships. Um, the hardships and stuff that you go through. Do you, though? Because I, I, I feel like she does, but I don't. She's like, oh, I, wasn't that bad when this happened? I'm like, well, are you kidding me? It was horrible. Yeah, I, I think you do, because I think otherwise... You think it's just, like, the mom's side, but not, like, the dad's side? Like, if I had the same conversation, if I asked dad the same question, do you think he'd be like, ah, yeah, it was easy the whole time? Because I, yeah, I don't know how he would answer. And maybe, because in my mind, if you kept keep everything as, oh, my God, it was horrible, or this or that, you're never going to get anywhere. Yeah, you don't want negative, negative. You Absolutely. don't want the negative, negative. Yeah. But, but looking back, it's like, yeah, it was hard. But look what I have now. It was so worth it. So yeah. the hard times, you know, the good times outweigh the hard times. Do you remember any over. of the fights, like, with any of your kids that, like, stick stuck with you? That you like wish the, that you would... Yeah, arguments, arguments that you wish you would have handled differently, maybe? With, with you, the kids. With the kids? Um, no, I don't remember. But I'm sure you guys would remember. <laughs> but again, I, it, don't. But I remember them, but it's like, why, why was I even mad about that? Like, yeah, I was, I was the asshole in that. Does that make sense? Like one time, you and Seth both got grounded for some reason, and you guys were like later years of high school. I think you guys got first time ever grounded officially. I, first time, first like time we've been a grounded before. But, okay, I have been grounded before the yearbook, um, but this is like this is the first time like they said we were grounded. And they stuck to it. Besides that one time, um, and she took our video games away from me and Seth. I don't remember what that was about. I don't either, but you guys were I'm sure it was not something with the twins. Happy. I'm sure the twins yeah, blackmailed us. Yeah, it was always the twins' fault. Yeah. Everything was always the twins' sure fault. So she said, like, no more PlayStation or something like that. So Seth and I were like, okay, we pulled out the old Nintendo. No Nintendo. So then we pulled out, like, the Sega. No Sega. So we pulled out our Game Boys. Like, we just kept pulling other games out, and she just kept taking them, taking them, taking them, taking them, taking them. Yeah, but I'm sure, like, a day later, you probably got it back. Something I do regret is that... I was a pushover parent. You guys knew how what to say and do and to, you know, to get out of trouble heart. or whatever. Yeah, to tug at my heart. You guys knew and I'm I'm a pushover and people use that to their advantage. <laughs> and so the kids so the kids. I can totally see that because our two year old son is figuring that out. He is. Yeah. How do you You've got to stay firm and stick to it as a team. So, oh, yeah. You can't be separate. You have to. Yeah, we talked about that before we had kids. Like, hey, if, if you disagree with something I did, we don't we don't discuss it in front of the kid. We'll discuss it later. Yeah. We're just going to have to bite the bullet and deal with it now. We've you know? seen parents do that where We're they like, like, disagree like, in No, front don't of do each that. Other. Like, it's fine if he does that. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, <laughs> well, my yeah. thing would be like, you guys wouldn't listen to me. It'd be like, wait till your dad gets home. I do remember that. That was always the thing. Wait till your dad. Or your dad's sleeping. Oops, sorry. Your dad's sleeping in the other room and you're like, crap he is and then all she had to be like cam and you hear boys 
Okay, yeah. Okay, 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 so okay. so I, I started doing that. Wait till your dad gets home, and that was the worst thing because you guys knew you could run all over me until your dad got home. But and then when you guys dad were came angels. home, it was bad. Like every Saturday, right? We'd be like in in the playroom doing something, and all of a sudden you hear, uh, "What? What these? No, I couldn't remember if he yelled our names. If you're like, "Hey, everyone here now!" and he would just be like. Oh, yeah, he'd say, like, living room now. Yeah, yeah. that's what it was. Yeah, yeah you totally just, like, You all start walking in, and you're just like, what did I do this week? I did this, 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 and you just go through it. Like, it's like she wrote each one down, and then gave him a list. He's like, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, wrong thing to do, wrong thing to do, but hey. I know my mom would always but it, say it the, the same. But it put the fear in us. Healthy fear of, yeah, you know, but authority. You don't, true, but I should have stuck with it and not been a pushover. But my mom, you know, I she would say, you know, dad would get home. She goes, these girls, they weren't good today. And we'd just be sitting on the couch. She goes, they looked like they were perfectly fine <laughs> to me. And we were good, you know, um, when dad was home. And, you know, he'd go to work then. And we weren't bad or anything. But Yeah, we weren't bad either. No, you guys, you guys really would. You guys really weren't in the big scheme of things. You really were not. Just you guys were good kids. Energetic. Just a few times the cops had to call my mom. Twice. <laughs> Twice. I was the only kid for that. Getting the only one call? that I know of. Uh, I think the only one. Yeah. Now, so what he's doing to pull on the heartstrings is now he cries, "Mama, Dada, I love you, Mama, Dada." Like he'll say that through the. So last night, um, I decided to lift the gate up because he was climbing gates. So I was like, "I'll lift it up six inches." He won't put together that he can go under a gate, right? Wrong. That took all of 30 seconds for him to figure out. So then I was like, I get on, like, how'd you get over here? Thinking, did he climb it? You know? And he literally gets all he goes, like, he, like, pretty much showed me. And I was like, okay, so I lowered it, put him on the other side, took another gate, stacked it on top. And I was like, I told him, my only fear is if he <laughs> tries to climb it and he falls. Yeah. So I, excuse me, I pretended to go back in our room and hid in the corner where he couldn't see me, but I could see him. And he reached up and he instantly, like, well, that's not going to work. Like, he, he put it together, like, that's not going to work. And he's looking at, the like, the three-inch gap at the bottom now. And he's like, ah, uh, crying. Uh, and he turns around and he puts his feet first. Like, he's going to go feet feet first underneath it. Well, he doesn't fit because it's only three inches. So he gets his legs into it up to, like, his hip. And he goes, ow, ow, that's, ow. And I'm just like, he obviously doesn't know I'm there. I'm watching this going, he's just trying to get us to come see him. Because I can see him. He's not hurt at all. <laughs> He says, ow, ow, ow. <laughs> He's a smart ow, kid. Ow. And I'm watching this the whole time. I sat out there for 15 minutes. Yeah, I was watching like 15, 20 minutes. And he'd try it and get up. He'd throw a blanket over and like look at it and pull it back. And then try to, like he was trying everything he could. And then finally like, I screwed him going to bed. And then woke up this morning and he's sleeping in front of the gate. Like, or his side, but at the gate. Didn't even go back to bed. He piled all of his blankets in front of the gate. And slept in front of the gate. But that's how he's doing it now. Maybe you just need a screen door on it. We've talked about <laughs> the security door. Oh my god, security door. It's much a security that he door that climb. Yeah. He's a smart kid because think he's had these two years and he's always been an observer. He remember he hardly talked or said anything and he would just sit and watch everything that everybody does. He's a big observer, so it's paid off now. For him. For him. <laughs> For him. Yeah. It's scary. It's scary. Because he's at that point now where it's a sponge, and I can tell it. Like, today, um, we got home. Where'd we go? Oh, we went to her parents' yeah. house. Um, so I got home, oh, and God, I, I jumped around this wall right right here to scare her. So I hid, and she comes out, and I go, boo. And it didn't really scare her. You shouldn't be doing that to a pregnant lady. I said that so many times, because I'm going to pee myself one of these days. And that's why I do it. So 
I, I tried to scare her, but she wasn't scared because she was on her phone, wasn't even paying attention. Well, then we're laughing about it because it was such a horrible scare. And we don't get three steps. And he goes, ha, ha, ha. And he runs over to the wall and he goes, ah, ah. And he's like yelling at the door that no one's coming. But he's finding it hilarious because he thought me just doing that was funny, not the fact that I was trying to scare mom. So he's just, ah, and I'm like. He was like behind the door. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> like to nothing. Scared nobody. <laughs> like three times yeah he did he kept doing it and we're just we're laughing so he kept doing it i'm like he's not getting it but it's funny <laughs> it's everything I wish you I say everything do, so you really have to watch your mouth Cody. yeah i, I i'm i'm really good at it and everything we got better. that you taught jaden seth already told me payback's gonna suck yeah but, the diff- but this the, one is that's the Jayden difference knows right from wrong this one doesn't this one's gonna do it to get a laugh exactly <laughs> yes Wonder, where does hilarious. he get that from from you, you. This is all karma that you built up. It's horrible. I was an angel. See the dead quiet? That was <laughs> My mom said I was an angel. Your mom thinks everybody's an angel. She thinks Cal's an angel. <laughs> no, I think they're real starting to realize what he's like. Yeah. Because I was on the phone with dad today and Cal is, you know, screaming because for whatever reason. And he's like well, you got your hands full. Bye. And I was like, yeah, thank now you. They're, they're finally seeing that side of Cal where before they never it. saw. So like uh, uh, Nana, uh, Marjorie, uh, had him on Saturday this weekend for, for a couple hours. Oh. And she goes, you need to eat. And, he, and he's just being like, he throwing fits. And she goes, do you need a timeout? And he kind of just looked at her, gave her a look like, like, yeah, you're going to give me a timeout. Sure. Sure. <laughs> and he Lonnie goes, he just like, I just started laughing because that look he gave her like, yeah, okay, Nana. Like, you can give me a timeout. Like, because no one... I'm Emily and I are the only ones who put him in timeout, and when we're at his house, I'm the one who disciplines him. And and Nana and, and uh, Opa are very pushover when it goes like, oh, it's fine. It's like no, it's not. It's, oh yeah. yeah. So it's and what this last Sunday was, I, I, I put him in timeout three times. And by the third time, she goes, well, I'm done eating. I'll just take him. And it's like it defeats the purpose of what I'm doing right now. But. I'm tired. I kind of want to finish my food, so go for it. Like <laughs> I know, and that's and that's where grandparents, you know, we kind of shouldn't do that. But at the same time, we're grandparents. We can do that. Yeah, and you don't because care. you have to deal with them when you take them home. Or the so. ice cream, like Lonnie and Marjorie, yeah. no problem feeding them cake and ice cream because they're like, nah, he's going home to you. <laughs> that was my mom when you guys used to go to Ohio Jello. and stuff. Jello, Jello, or and sugar ice on cream. the yeah, or sugar on the cereal. Yeah. She would just leave a bowl of sugar out, and it was always Rice Krispies. Rice, Rice Krispies. See, I did that when I was with Rice and Krispies. You, and I'm, and yeah. I'm like, no, don't let them. She goes, well, you did as a kid. No, go. Yeah, she gave yeah. you, you know, whatever. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Yeah. Well, but, eventually I was like, the cake part, whatever. Just stop giving him frosting. <laughs> yeah, give him the cake, no frosting. Because we gave him frosting, he'd be like, mm, and he'd just start taking off. Like, it, like, instantly it energized like him. crack shot. Like, yeah. he would, like, start And then he'd running. come back and be like, Bite? And they'd give him another music, like, and he'd take off again. And I'm just like, <laughs> like okay, the, we're done. Like, because he goes up like, no, all, all gone. And he's like looking at. it. He goes, it's not all gone. I can see it. And then he's like, um, I'm like, but see again, <laughs> grandparents, we shouldn't. But yet, that's our, that's our gift from raising you guys. Our, our doing that with our grandkids, that's the gift we get. You can have raising. them for a weekend, and let us know how it goes. Quite all right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, let us know how the lack of sleep treats you. <laughs> <sighs> but, well, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, I got pee, so. Okay. Guys, <laughs> thank you for listening. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook or Instagram at After the Vows Podcast. 
Uh, you can email us your questions or your tea at afterthevalspodcast at gmail.com. You sound so lame. I know, right? Uh, thank you for listening. We will talk to you, hear from you, listen. Whoa, wow, I can't even talk today. You we are. will hear from you, listening, talk to you next week. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.